iOS 16 was released to the public three weeks ago with a customizable lock screen, the ability to edit iMessages, improvements to focus mode, and much, much more. A lot of these updates, sadly, were so buggy that the world was a little more frustrated than being happy. Which is what brings me to a very important segment today. What are the future iOS updates uh, we'll be getting? Now, as iPhone users, we want the updates to be perfect, even if it comes at a later stage. Regardless, these are the 10 updates that were announced and I'm really looking forward to it. So let's hop on to the discussion and talk about them. You're listening to the iGeeks blog show and I'm your host, Harshanki. In today's episode, we're going to be covering exciting new features coming to the iPhone and iPad later this year. Now, many of these features are a part of iOS 16.1, which is currently in beta testing, but some of these features are not expected until later this year or maybe earlier the coming year. iCloud Shared Photo Library iCloud Shared Photo Library will make it easier for you to share photos with your family members or friends in the Photos app itself. Now, this feature will let you and up to five other people add, edit or remove photos in a shared library accessible via iCloud. Apple delayed the launch of iCloud Shared Photo Library and now it says it's going to be coming later this year. With iOS 16 currently in beta, Apple has introduced an iCloud Shared Photo Library that aims to make it easier to share photos with your friends and family. A new option in the Photos app will let you create a shared library and then invite anyone with an Apple device to view these photos, contribute photos to the library and edit the photos contained within it including favoriting images and adding captions. There are no limitations at all, and all the participants have the same permissions. However, in a footnote at the bottom of the iPhone 14 press release, Apple did say that iCloud Shared Photo Library will be available in a future software update. Therefore, this looks like the new Photos iCloud feature will not make it to the first official version of iOS 16, and it did not, right? Hopefully, it comes out in 16.1. Live activities for the third-party apps. iOS 16.1 will expand live activities to third-party apps in the App Store. The feature allows iPhone users to stay on top of real-time events, such as a sports game or a food delivery order, right on the lock screen or in the dynamic island. Live activities appear at the bottom of the lock screen on iPhone 13 models and earlier, as well as on the iPhone 14 and 14 Plus. On the iPhone 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max, live activities appear in the dynamic island when the device is unlocked or on the lock screen where the device is locked and an always display on mode. Once the iOS 16.1 release candidate is available, developers will be able to submit apps via the live activities to the App Store. This feature is also supported in Apple TV's uh, app for selected sports leagues, including the MLB for users in the US, Canada, UK, Brazil, Mexico, Japan, and South Korea, along with the NBA and Premier League for users in the US and Canada only. Emergency SOS via satellite. All four iPhone 14 models include a new emergency SOS via satellite feature that is set to launch in November in the US and Canada. Emergency SOS via satellite is designed to allow iPhone 14 models to connect directly to a satellite, allowing users to send text messages to emergency services when outside the range of cellular and Wi-Fi coverage. When it launches in the US and Canada, Apple says the service will be free for the first two years, which suggests that Apple might be planning to charge for the service at some point in the future. 
Well, to be honest, this is a service that a user would be willing to pay for, right? I mean, you don't want to be lost in the woods or at the top of the mountain and not having anyone to get in touch with. This is not a paid app we're talking about. This is a life-saving thing and paying a few bucks for it, definitely worth it. Apple says that in idle conditions with a direct view of the sky and the horizon, a message might take 15 seconds to send via satellite, but it can take over a minute for a message to send on the trees with light or medium foliage. Apple Music Classical In August 2021, Apple announced the acquisition of classical music service Primephonic. At the time, Apple said it planned to launch a dedicated classical musical app in 2022 that combined Primephonic's user interface with additional features. Apple continues to prepare for the launch of the Apple Music Classical app, but specific details and an exact release date are unknown. Mentions of Apple Classical have appeared in backend code used by Apple, suggesting that we could perhaps be seeing an Apple Music Classical debut in the near future. Clean Energy Charging iOS 16.1 includes a new clean energy charging feature that Apple says aims to decrease the carbon footprint of the iPhone by optimizing charging items for when the grid is using cleaner energy sources. This again is a US-only feature. Available in the battery section of the settings app, clean energy charging selectively charges when lower carbon emission electricity is available in an effort to provide a more green charging method. Apple says that the iPhone will still reach a full charge before it's needed based on a user's daily routine and the feature can be toggled off as desired. It is enabled by default. Apple first mentioned the clean energy charging feature with the launch of iOS 16, adding it as an upcoming option. Fitness Plus without an Apple Watch Apple Fitness Plus will be available to iPhone users without an Apple Watch starting with 16.1, iPadOS 16.1 and tvOS 16.1. Without an Apple Watch, iPhone users will not see real-time metrics like the heart rate and calories burned during a workout. But now that is pretty self-explanatory, right? I mean, how stupid of you to think that if you don't have a watch in your hand, you're going to be seeing your calories or the steps or the heart rates in the real-time. Launched in December 2020, Apple Fitness Plus features a library of over 3,000 workout and medication videos with new content added weekly. The subscription-based service is available through the fitness app on the iPhone, iPad, Apple TV in 21 countries with US practicing set at $9.99 a month or $79.99 a year. Freeform Apple says it will be releasing a new digital whiteboard app called Freeform for the iPhone and iPad later this year. This app is described as a flexible canvas that will give users the ability to see, share and collaborate all in one place without worrying about layouts and page sizes, complete with full support for the Apple Pencil. Freeform will allow users to start a session from FaceTime and view updates from others right in an iMessage conversation thread. Now, this is something really incredible because... In the last week of September, we also saw a release by Canva that gave us a section called Whiteboard. Now, in this section also, this works like a free-floating whiteboard where you can just draw notes and, you know, do your thing, plan stuff without having to worry about the length or the size of the page. It just makes me happy to see two giants coming up with a similar feature at the same time. Although... I'm not really sure how good would the Apple Pencil work on a Canva whiteboard and if more than two users can work on it in the real time. Matter Accessories and Home App Matter is an upcoming connectivity standard that will enable compatible smart home accessories to work together seamlessly across multiple platforms, including Apple's HomeKit, Amazon's Alexa and Google's Home. 
on the iPhone, iPad and Mac. Apple says Matter support is coming in an update to the Home app later this year. Controlling Matter accessories of the Home app and Siri will require a HomePod, HomePod Mini, Apple TV 4K or Apple TV HD running as Home Hub. Battery percentage icon for more iPhones. Apple finally made battery percentage visible in the status bar again on iPhones at a notch, eliminating the need to swipe down. Starting with 16.1, this optional feature is expanding to 10R, 11, 12 mini and iPhone 13 mini. Stage manager for more iPad Pros. Apple announced that iPadOS 16.1 will expand stage manager to iPad Pro models with A12X and A12Z chips released in 2018 and 2019 or 20, 2020. Stage manager does not have any external display support on older iPad Pro models, limiting the feature to four apps on the built-in display. Apple has also delayed external display support for Stage Manager on iPad Pro and iPad Air models with the M1 chip and said that this functionality will be re-implemented in a software update later this year. The beta also removes the external display support from Stage Manager for the current time, with the feature set to return in a later iPadOS 16 update. This is Apple's official statement. We introduced Stage Manager as a whole new way to multitask with overlapping, resizable windows on both the iPad display and a separate external display with the ability to run up to eight live apps on screen at once. Delivering this multi-display support is only possible with full power of M1-based iPads. Customers with iPad Pro 3rd and 4th generation have expressed strong interest in being able to experience Stage Manager on their iPads. In response, our team have worked hard to find a way to deliver a single screen version for these systems, with support for up to four live apps on the iPad version at once. External display support for Stage Manager on M1 iPads will be available in a software update later this year. During the iPadOS 16 beta testing period, Stage Manager has been limited to the M1 iPad Pro models that were released in 2021 and the M1 iPad Air. Every other iPad was unable to use the feature, including 2018 and 2020 iPad Pro models that used the A12X and A12Z chips. Apple maintained that it was not able to offer acceptable performance on non-M1 iPads because this feature requires large internal memory, incredibly fast storage and flexible external display I.O. provided by the M1 iPad models. Apple was also reportedly unsatisfied with the stage manager experience in older iPad Pro models. Certainly, we would love to bring any new experience to a device that we can. But we also don't want to hold back the definition of a new experience and not create the best foundation of the future in that experience. That's what um, Apple's Craig said. Apple has been receiving ongoing criticism for limiting such a major feature to its newest hardware, leading to the company to figure out a way to expand functionality to additional iPads. The removal of the external display feature in the stage manager may be what is allowing Apple to offer a suitable experience on non-M1 hardware, but when external display support is reintroduced, it will be limited to the M1 iPad models and will not be available on the 2018 and 2020 iPad Pros. Stage Manager is now available on M1 iPads along with 11 and 12.9-inch iPad Pro models from 2018 and 2020. So as long as the latest iPad OS 16.1 beta is installed. Note, fun fact, Apple is calling this beta iPad OS 16 beta 10. I guess that's all from my side. These are the features we're really looking forward in this year or hopefully in the first few months of 2023. I'm very strongly opinionated about the music or the apps that I listen to. So to be honest, I'm really looking forward to Apple Music Classical. 
and uh, of course the shared iCloud storage as well. What are the features that you are looking for? Do connect with us on our social media channels and let us know about the same. We'd love to have a chat. And if you're not connected with me, you can just hit me up on Instagram, Harshanki with an extra I. This is me signing off. I'm going to see you guys next week with more exciting content, more exciting information about the Apple ecosystem. Still then, you keep listening to the iGeeks blog show. Stay safe, stay connected and sayonara.